Christmas. <laughs> oh, welcome to Hallmark Hall of Shame. I'm here with my dear friend Elena. I'm here with my accountant, Janet. <laughs> and our friend Rudy, Rudy Voigt. Hello. Hi, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy, also a wonderful comedian here in Chicago. Thank you. And killer eyeglasses. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put a picture on our Instagram for you <laughs> listeners at home. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> to see these hot specs. Or just leave the, just from the mystery. Oh, do you want the mystery? Yeah. Okay. I just want them in their cars or however they consume this, just imagining. <laughs> That's fair. That's how yeah. it works in my mind. Just imagine a man in glasses. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe a spectacle. Yeah. A monocle, if you will. <laughs> anyway, let's talk Hallmark. All right. Uh, That's we what just, I'm here for. Yeah, we just watched Christmas at Holly Lodge. And I loved it. I did too. <laughs> I loved it so much. I cried. I did too. Mm-hmm. Rudy, did you cry? I Yes. <gasps> a little bit. It, it went home for me. <laughs> I feel like we've been just like waiting for this moment. Uh, yeah. How exciting that you're here for it, Ruth. <laughs> well, did you cry at the which part? At the end or at the dad? We got to give a synopsis. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, the host of The Biggest Loser is the owner of her name is Sophie. Real Life is Allie in the movie. It's Sophie. She was in Days of Our Lives? Yes. Well, I don't know. She was in a soap opera. She was in one of them that I used to sneak watch. Scandalous. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> was your mom against soap operas? Yeah. I, I don't okay. know of many mothers that want their children watching soap operas. It was like eight years old. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, Sophie Bennett, the owner of this lodge... Um, is a little bit behind in her payments on the lodge. Her parents died when she was in college in a car accident. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, she's gotten a little bit behind, about six months behind in her mortgage payment. Um, However, it would seem that this lodge in the state of... They never said the state. It was in Overton. Okay. Yeah. In the the state of a big mountain. Yes. (laughs) Somewhere. You take the red eye from New York there, so it's definitely in the west. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. So, where was I? Her parents died. Her parents died, and she took over the lodge yeah. in college. Right. And she's a little bit behind. Oh, but every Christmas, this kind of adorable crew of people come to the lodge and have cobbled together a family. Yeah. Because they're all, they've all, they're all missing something at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of them... Found, uh, like, some of them aren't missing uh, something. Right, because but they found it at the lodge. Yeah, so, and supposedly... <laughs> that's true. Supposedly there's a miracle that happens every Christmas. Yes. So, like, one, uh, two people f- met and fell in love that Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or another one... Somebody got a job. Somebody got a job. So you kind of get this idea that somehow she'll figure out the payment, which will be the miracle. Mm-hmm. It's kind of setting that up. But we also have a lot of people kind of looking for other miracles. So we have um, the mom from Moesha, who's 
uh, whose husband has passed away that year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have um, a single, not, well, not single mom, but her husband is in Afghanistan. So at this moment, she's on her own with the daughter. And the daughter's having a hard time with dad being gone. Right. We have that also present. Um, and other people as well. But those are also people dealing with things at Christmas. Um, meanwhile, a British man has flown by <laughs> in a plane. <laughs> Sir, Sir Ian. He Sir l- Ian. <laughs> he has looked down at this lodge and thought, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Buy it immediately. And has sent Evan Hunter... <laughs> Yeah. Of elite resorts. Of elite resorts to go purchase the resort. <laughs> Holly Lodge. Yeah, which, first of all, have you ever seen the Ian McKellen episode of Extras? Yes. Favorite, favorite thing to watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But he refers to himself as Ian. A I, lot. Yeah. So as soon as the character was like, oh, Sir Ian's here, I was just like, perfect. I, I kind of hoped that they wouldn't show us Sir Ian <laughs> so that I could just imagine that it was Ian Sir McKellen. Ian. Yes. Sir Ian, Sir Ian, Sir Ian. Or if he'd just been like a hand with a phone over the shoulder <laughs> yes. shot. Like the George Steinbrenner in Seinfeld? Yeah. Or the bad guy in Inspector Gadget. Right. Dr. Claw. Yeah, those two Dr. Characters. Claw. Sir Ian. Sir Ian. Um, so Evan heads out, um, and immediately has eyes for our heroine. And when we say immediately, it was immediately. From the jump. Just the goofiest little smile we saw her. Like, from the moment he walked in the front door, it was like, before she even turned around, they were both like, (laughs) <laughs> and then they turned around and made eye contact, and it was just like, yeah, very goofy. Yeah. Just school kids. And it went on for a long time. The whole, like, oh, hi. Oh, it's, oh, it's, oh you're staying here. Oh, so you, so you need a key. I'm uh, I'm Shelby, or whatever her name was. <laughs> Sophie. 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 Um, which was actually they did fun, because they call out on the moments that would have just been super awkward, uh-huh. where she's like... Being awkward in the hall, and then he just like shuts the door on her, and we also started laughing really hard because we're like, "That was such an awkward thing." And then she turns around and was like, "I'm awkward." Then he turns around and was like, "Did I just slam the door on her?" And we're like, "So funny." Oh, they're actually aware that they created this. That's really fun. Good shot, like over his shoulder as he slammed the door in her face. Yeah, so it was really funny. (laughs) I laughed out loud at this movie. Me too. Rudy, did you laugh? Did you, Rudy? What were all of your emotions? <laughs> See, I, I was a little thrown at first, and I don't want to pick it apart because, like I said, I loved it. I, I would get, oh, yeah, I no. would highly recommend it. But you can do both. Things. I don't feel like the guy that has that office that was being sent there to do that job would immediately turn into that, you know, or be able to. Okay. Admit that about himself. Well, have you ever? Because I feel like in the world, been in love in winter. <laughs> I've been in love in all seasons. Okay! Because <laughs> winter gets away from you a little bit. It does. <laughs> yeah, because it was, it was definitely like love at first sight. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like into it immediately. And I mean, his office had a wall of fire, and apparently <laughs> he's a workaholic. Right. <laughs> and he's coming here for a hostile takeover. <laughs> 
and then never does fire. any work. Uh, That's yeah. exciting. Immediately he's just like, what are we doing? Making ornaments? Cool. Not <laughs> <Yeah>. all day. <laughs> but it was kind of like maybe he's like sleuthing. Could be. A little bit. Yeah. Like I say, I don't I don't I don't wanna Yeah, yeah. But in the end he was gonna be there for two days and he immediately was like yeah, I'll be here through Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Sign me up for a hot four days more. Yeah. And uh, Hallmark's only got 48 minutes to put this whole thing together, so I can't really, like, hold <laughs> yeah. it, so. And they killed it. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked it, though, because, like, this, like, dynamic is, happens all the time in Hallmark movies, where, like, a business businessman comes mm-hmm. to, like, shut down a lady and mm-hmm. then falls in love with her, and so... And usually he is that very like, hi, I'm not charmed by this. Let me set up my Wi-Fi. And so the (laughs) fact that he was like, yeah, sort of outside that type was refreshing. Yeah. Also, as we mentioned, he looked like a hot Fred Savage. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Just a little. And the other thing is, how could you not be immediately swept away in that atmosphere? (laughs) Especially by a hot Fred Savage. I mean, it's like living in an L.L. Bean catalog. For sure. And Yeah, those the sweaters, sweaters. They were never not having cocoa. I mean, I, I would move there in yeah. a second. Boots with the fur. Yeah. Um, they wore those boots with the fur inside all the time. And they were so cute. Knee yeah. high. I loved them. You're going to get athlete's foot forever. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. They're adorable. It's, it's really painful. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe they had smart wool socks. That could be, or if they felt the little sweat coming on, they go sit out on the uh, outside. Ski That's trip. true. Yeah. They do just sit outside in the guys. Cold a lot. But if I could talk about smart wool socks all day, okay. Antimicrobial. They're amazing. Okay. Anyway, I won't. I'll look it up. We'll get back to this. So we've got. He shows up. First off, there's a, another character. That I want to touch on art. You do. Yeah. Actually, I do. You want to touch on it. I right? love art. Art was great. So much. He runs the... Feed and Tackle. The Feed and Tackle. Thank you. And we're introduced to him when Evan stops for directions. And it doesn't seem like art's going to come back. But then he does with like the cutest little additions to this movie. Um, and when Evan stops to, like, I need to get a one-horse open sleigh for this, like, romantic gesture mm-hmm. that was a little extra. Like, you know. <laughs> um, Art's like, oh, this is fun. It's a four-lady. And then, like, <laughs> like, puts his hands up, like, I'm getting really excited about this. <laughs> and I loved <laughs> that and moment so bump. much. Yeah. And do a fist bump. Art was, yeah, Art's excited. Just so, so precious. I mean, I think he goes home at night alone, but... He had a wedding ring on. Oh. And I checked, because I liked art. <laughs> Nothing about like, art. I'm going to tackle sweaters. that feed. Well. <laughs> you can feed my tackle. You're going to have to apologize to your mother again. <laughs> sorry, Mom. If this is the future and you learned what a podcast is, I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so art, love him. Um, if we fast forward to... I, f- I just figured out who he reminds me of. Titus's construction worker boyfriend on Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, he reminds me of the dude from Ziggy Zaggy Ziggy Zaggy, Adam... 
Corolla? Corolla. Yeah. Ew. But the Adam Corolla, I wish Adam Corolla was. I like hate a Adam nice Corolla. guy. <laughs> I know, but art's wonderful. So Evan touches base with the banker. And I'm just jumping to the end of this movie. Okay. <laughs> Is that yeah. good? So Christmas Day. Oh, I should say. When the cook, Callie, Ugh. notices that Evan has this ulterior motive for being in the lodge, she lets Sophie know right away. And they decided the best way forward is not to confront him on this, but rather to make his life miserable <laughs> by setting off the wake-up calls at 4.30 a.m., by banging on his pipes, by... <laughs> <laughs> like That's his, about all they do to him. Yeah. <laughs> they just make him And really then they're tired. just like, make him tired and like high five. And then like, she's like, I'm not skiing with him today. <laughs> I'm busy. Um, Can we back, sorry. Yeah. One of my favorite things is, who's it, Callie? That Callie. Time? Yeah. When uh, when Sophia says, what is Elite Brand? And, uh, which is Evan's company. Yeah. And Sophie says, who knows? They own private islands and build spaceships. <laughs> like, <laughs> pure evil. Yeah. yeah. This guy's supposed to be like Elon Musk or something. Yeah. Sitting <laughs> Callie, I have a lot of problems with Callie. Okay. Namely her hair. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, right? Well, you know. She had that, like. Her hair was normally back in a ponytail, and then she had the one strip of it that hung down in her face, but was the full length of her hair. Like, it wasn't like a layer. Mm-hmm. It was, it came fully all the way down to her chin. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm not editing Karma! That. It was too hard last time. Um... <laughs> This hair is going to be indigestion. Her hair just makes me want to barf. <laughs> but it was this very, like, 90s hair thing where you're like, I'm going to put all my hair back, and then I'm just going to grab a chunk of it and just put it straight down my face. Yeah. Hated it. it and it yeah, was there it didn't every me. day. Like, like, it didn't stick out to me. But what you're saying is something I'm not on board with, typically. Okay. Um, and then at the end, like, she had her hair down, and it looked beautiful. Yeah. So I was like, why wasn't that allowed the whole time? I think she was cooking. I think, yeah, yeah it could maybe. Yeah, could thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it back. If her hair was down when I was cooking, that would have bugged me yeah. a lot more. But it wasn't back. There was one big strand of it in the middle of her face. Yeah, it's a problem. Anyway... But at least she believed in miracles. She sure did. And continued to urge Sophie along, even when things got dark. (laughs) (laughs) And she was the voice of reason with the whole, like, when they were like, oh, he's here to buy us out, but he's been lying. They're like, we're going to put him off his game. So yeah, they do a bunch of wake-up calls. Mm -hmm. I do also like, sorry. (laughs) And then the next night they bang on his pipes. And she's the one who's like, what's the point? Is this working? What's your end game? We are tired. (laughs) (laughs) I like that their first instinct is just to do, like, these pranks as opposed to figuring, and like, as if they have no choice in the matter 
of his takeover. Like... Right. <laughs> well, they don't. What? They don't, because he's going to... Because she's behind in the mortgage, he's going to work directly with the bank. I know, but then she could have been like, well, what do we have to do? Can yeah, we... That's a good point. Like, this is the center of this town. Can, can we do, like, a charity concert or something? Yeah. Because there are people in her hotel who aren't paying. Yeah. Like, that's established. So, yeah, it seems like if she was like, hey, guys, I'm going to lose this lodge if we don't raise X amount of money. Okay, but Kelly... It would have happened. Kelly brings that up at one point. Yeah. yeah. And A lot she of- says, I'm not doing... I'm not going full George Bailey. Which I love that she just referenced it like that. That is true. And, uh, you know, like, she might have been embarrassed to, like, bring that out. Or, yeah. You know, uh. Yeah. Um, what was I just going to say? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Money. Oh, if you, like, turn off the Wi-Fi. That'll kill someone. That would have been a great way to get him to stop talking to his boss. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because anyway. they had no cell phone coverage, basically, at all. I don't know, he was on his phone. I think he was on the Wi-Fi. Huh. Because that's why he stopped for directions from Art. was like, GPS didn't work. Couldn't get any signal. Anyway. Yeah, as Art pointed out, usually the GPS stops. At exit 5. At exit 5, he made it all the way to exit 12. 12, yeah. 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 (laughs) Sure did. Way to go, Evan. (laughs) (laughs) I love Art. Um... Art, Art loves talking to people. <laughs> He's probably why I love It's great. So, where was I? Oh. So, they kind of torture him. He keeps trying to woo her by doing, like, the horse-drawn sleigh. Um, etc. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his big move. Yeah. Uh, and he takes her oh, to... Oh, he takes her to his the special spot he found. Yeah, which was her special spot for her whole life. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, I liked that line. She said, I like to come here and watch the mountain breathe. Yeah. It's very poetic. Yeah. It was better than when he got there and he goes, perfect. <laughs> it was yeah. a cliffhanger they set Cut up for commercial. one commercial break. Yeah. I was like, is he going to dynamite something? Is he going to yeah. jump? What is, what is that? What's name? perfect? Then we find out. Uh, he so also then, doesn't know how to drive a sleigh. <laughs> But somehow he got it that far. From Art Shop, which is seven exits from where they need to be. How do you get to how did the sleigh get to Holly Lodge? You said it was from two counties over. Yes. Or the two towns. It was two counties. counties. Oh, I misheard it then. I apologize. Yeah, somehow got there. And also somehow they left Holly Lodge. Because he had to park for her to get in. And then they didn't just sit there. They yeah. went for a little ways, and then he, <laughs> yeah. like, stopped the horse yeah. and then tried to get it to go again and couldn't. Maybe he never actually stopped the horse. She just jumped in she while was like, Come on! That's <laughs> <laughs> good! Okay! <laughs> Next thing you know, they're at their special spot. <laughs> Cut to. I love it. There's a precipice. Um, so, slowly they kind of start to get the children... Like, Zoe, who's bummed that her dad's in Afghanistan, get her more involved in the activities going on, specifically with 
Nadine, who the woman who had lost her husband that year. So they have this cute bonding that happens. Um, and there's always this, like, when are you going to sing, Nadine? And it's like, when the time is right, is like all she'll really... Right? Right. That's right, when I'm inspired kind of a thing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and... So the guests are kind of healing each other. They also have this idea that um, everyone has an ornament on the tree. And so that there's a piece of everyone on the tree. And Evan sends home for his ornament collection from around the world. Which... <laughs> not to point out. No, yeah, just, let's just, talk just, about like, this scene. He has nobody to spend Christmas with or anything. Uh, he's only focused on work. Yeah. Who did he contact to send those ornaments to Emma. Him? Emma. The secretary for Sir Ian. Yeah, probably. They had a great report at the, very at the beginning. Very that is beginning. true. They said Merry Christmas to one another. Yeah. <laughs> Emma totally helped that one. <laughs> it's like I sent for this box. But that was one of my favorite moments because, uh, well... Well, first of all, she was like, we all make ornaments and hang them on the tree, and it's like a competition. She's like, so you got to think about it. And then he was like, I'm just going to have my box of ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> that are handmade from around that the world. That are hand from my travels. Um, and then he shows her all the ornaments. One's from Peru, one's from Venice, one's from... Marrakesh. Uh, Marrakesh. And then, as Rudy pointed out, he says, it's the closest thing I have to an ornament collection. <laughs> it is an ornament collection. <laughs> yeah. It's a box of ornaments. It's, it's literally his ornament collection. It's not the closest thing. And then it he but may, says... That's like a metaphor for the story, because everything you've always wanted, you always had. Whoa. I don't know. Rudy! <laughs> yeah. But then he says... <laughs> Um, I want you to pick one to put on the tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she says, I want all of them, Evan. <laughs> that, there were so many moments that made me laugh, and that was one of them. <laughs> and I don't know if it was intentional. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. was I think she was supposed to be like, these are all beautiful. I love everything about you. But yeah. it made it be like, I'm not choosing. I'm taking them These all. are all mine now. <laughs> Thank you for my ornaments. Yeah. And he had a couple lines, because those are ornaments from around the world. And he was kind of pushing her to, like, want to travel with him. Right. And, like, leave the lodge. Um, And there are a couple lines later where he's like, I can tell you want to travel the world. And I don't know where he was getting that. He he was like, I can tell you're you're curious about the world. I can tell. When they're awkward dancing. So and they it, go to hang the ornaments, that, and yeah, then a, a very awkward that. dancing scene happens. I would have, I'd cut that scene. If I yeah. Could. Or I wonder if the problem was that it was cut too much, because the because voiceover the happened. dialogue just didn't like didn't follow itself clearly. It was like ten random statements in a row. Mm. that didn't, like, flow from one to the other. It almost felt like a dream sequence. <laughs> yeah. And it was shot really weird. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden the camera was, like, spinning around them. Like Beauty and the Beast. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was the Beauty and the Beast shot. <laughs> Except yes. she was wearing knee-high boots indoors, like a maniac. Yeah, and their the sound of it, like their voices were louder than the room. You can tell it was like they were in a sound booth later. So all of it felt very outside of the realm it was in. And dreamlike. Just the the lighting was super warm. No one else was in the room where they had been a second ago. Yeah. Huh. I would have actually loved for it to have been a dream and then turn into a nightmare where the, she's like, he's trying to take my lodge. But it starts with that moment. Yeah. I wish, you know what I wish is that like, we had learned a little bit more about Evan. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was more to him than, like, he likes the Lodge. But, uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, that's all I needed, a man. He's, that was basically it. Like, he likes the Lodge. He enjoys making snowmen. And he's, he's pretty good <laughs> with children. He's good with kids. Uh, he was excellent with children. Yeah. <laughs> he overpacked for a two-day trip. Yeah. Uh, but very that, tastefully. Like, yeah. Again, he's he's alone at Christmas. Like he totally fits the demographic for this lodge. Maybe if his story had inspired her to like him more, uh, yeah, I think she would have pitied him. I don't know. I mean, if they could have related somehow. I mean, she, yeah. she he he finds out secondhand a lot of very heavy like things in her life. Uh, like about her parents dying, they never talk about that. In That's the true. Whole movie. All the other visitors yeah. tell him. Yeah. Uh, Good point, Rudy. Uh, they don't bond over that. I feel like I found myself filling that in. Like, oh, they must have talked about that in scenes we didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Before they got to the presence, so at some point yeah. on the sleigh ride. Because if we you, could, yeah, sorry. at one point he's like, uh, "I like New York because it's a little bit of everything." And then I like to travel. It It's like, that's the conversation where he would have been like, my parents aren't around. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know. I'm Batman. I don't have room where you I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't have anywhere to go for Christmas, so I travel. Yeah. Or I work. Yeah. And like, but yeah. He just sort of like, he's a, he's a loner businessman with a heart of gold, who <laughs> looks like Fred Savage, and has yeah. a good like reaction smirk. See, I was I found myself also uh, again trying to fill in blanks where I was like, well, when he's first encouraging you to travel, like clearly he likes her. It pro- it would hurt him to like do this to her, but it's his job. What's what he's supposed to be doing? So maybe he's thinking like, I could show her this wonderful life outside of here. But then yeah. when he realizes how great this lodge is, then he's like, I have to help save it. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. what leads to the dancing. <laughs> the, dream. <laughs> the dream dancing. But maybe the that was just dance. in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was rooting for him. Yeah. Both of them. I mean, you're right that like when you break down their conversations, it's not a super strong start to the relationship. But also, this movie doesn't end with them being like, you're the one. Right, that's true. Which is, nice. I think, probably why I like it. You're like, I yeah. can get behind you being like, I like you. Yeah, and it also doesn't end, just to wrap it up, um, with him rescuing her with money, which is yeah. what we all thought was going to happen. Because yeah. he then goes to the bank and is like, I need to see all the paperwork on this loan and blah, blah, blah. And you assume that he's going to, like, buy her debt and let mm-hmm. her keep running the lodge. 
But what he does is look through the paperwork and find out that her parents had left her the money to no. pay off the mortgage. <clears throat> yeah, yep. they had bought a, a life insurance policy that would pay out the mortgage when they passed away. Uh-huh. So she had been paying the mortgage, so then his him delivering that news also meant the bank will be giving you all this money back. Um, so you're ahead of the game. Yeah. So she, like, owns the lodge outright and is getting a whopping sum of money back. Right. Beautiful. And it's what she's always wanted, because she didn't want to have people help her out with it. It's true. Yeah. She wanted to go all George Bailey. Yeah. That I love that twist. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it, it was a twist. Maybe it's sad that I was expecting the story to go that way, but... Yeah, I think it subverts your expectations. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm that was the second time I cried. Yeah. Especially, and then when she says... When he's telling her about it, and she says, my parents took care of me. Oh, that was so beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. And she, yeah, she nailed that line. Yeah, and I think that the way that they hand, they so talked good. about the mortgage, what seemed, I don't have a mortgage, so I don't know, but it seemed <laughs> um, like, it seemed more authentic than basically all other business talk in any other that's true where she's like if i pay two months rent i'm in this position and i'm in a better place yeah yeah and and you can't sell this for me so she's still like researching and she's going through paperwork and she's finding ways to kind of attack the problem um and i love that in that moment where she says i'm not going to george bailey this to callie she then also says so let's recognize that this is our last christmas and let's enjoy it and, like, be thankful for every moment that we have as we say goodbye to it. I think that even how she just, like, approached that moment. And he then shows up as Santa and she's like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, too. But she's like, you, you're here for something that I don't want to give you. You're going to do that in a couple days, but tonight is mine and you need to leave. Yeah. He and does not. He, he asks... For five minutes. And he does change out of his Santa suit, which is good. Yeah. I don't dig grown men dressing up as Santa. Rudy, do you like to dress up as Santa? I don't like to. I've done it. <laughs> it's not like a thing I hate. But like, like I mean, <laughs> in your personal life, like when oh, if you're like, I have an emotional connection I need to make with someone... Yeah. I need to be a Santa during this. No, he didn't uh, do that for her. He did it for the kids. He showed up with gifts for all the kids. As a front to be like, also, here's your mortgage. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He'd been playing with the kids a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because when he was giving the kids the presents, uh, Kelly was like, he knows their names. Like, would, it was, like, amazing, and I was like, well, he's been hanging out with them for five days. I kind of wondered at that point if she didn't know it was Evan. I was like, does she think it's really Santa? <laughs> I think him. I no, thought it was, I, like... Yeah, I think they're being, like, he's so nice. Yeah, I mean, like, I knew he wanted to give her that thing, and maybe he didn't understand, like, what the way to actually do it, and so, like, it ended up the way it did. But I also think, like... He really fell for this whole Lodge lifestyle. And he was like, this is something I want to be a part of. Oh, yeah. The, uh-huh. minute, this, the minute he had that toggle sweater, yeah, you knew he was in full Lodge. That was like the first time I went to a Renaissance fair. I was like, <laughs> this is dumb. Oh, wait, turkey legs. Throwing tomatoes at people. This is the best. Yeah. 
and what's then you my jump entry in. point? <laughs> and then you buy a taco. What sweater. can yeah. I dress up as to be part of this? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you dress up to go to a Renaissance festival? I've only been once, but maybe in the future. Okay. Never say yeah. never. Full lodge. I I really enjoyed the scene where he tried to chop down a tree. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> that was another moment I really laughed. It was very funny. And then it, it, it was weird because she was like, oh, you got to come on our Christmas tree activity. Shopping. You can meet everybody. And then it's just her and the handyman and Evans. Vince. Vince. I feel like this movie was like, uh, Hallmark almost couldn't help itself, but to make it like all their other movies, but somehow they didn't. Like, that was, like, clearly setting up, like, look at this city boy out in the country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He thinks you use an axe. Yeah. Yeah, and even, the, there was always this, like, there was a lot of commenting by side characters on things. So in that moment where they first see each other and they're kind of googly-eyed, you see Vince, the handyman dude, walk up and see it and give this look of, like, what? Yeah. And that was so fun to have a character in the movie that was being us. Yeah. And we had that a couple times um, when Zoe, the kid, is like frustrated that the kids aren't dancing. And she goes to <laughs> Nadine, the widow, and Nadine goes, What? It's just Jingle Bells? Like, <laughs> what can't they get about how easy that is? It's Jingle Bells, right? It's Jingle Bells, right? Nadine was the best. I loved her. So good. Okay. I loved so, her jewelry. I loved yes. all of her clothes. I loved her hair. Yes. I loved her phone case. <laughs> yes. All of it. Yeah. She's stunning. Yeah. Go Moesha. Small. And <laughs> she, one of my other favorite, well, I don't know. They're all my favorite moments. When um, Zoe's helping to offer, or offering to help her uh, like set up her phone mm-hmm. because Nadine's talking about how she doesn't like her phone because it's always nosy. It's asking if what it can want? help her and then saying it doesn't understand, <laughs> which is great. But then she's like, well, I can, you know, I can turn that off for you. And she's like, what do you not like about it is the voice. I can make it a different voice. She's like, you can. And then she's like, yeah, what voice do you want? And these are her three choices in order. Mick Jagger, no. James Brown, no. William Shatner. <laughs> Who is this woman? Yeah, that's an amazing trajectory. <laughs> and how did you end up there? And that she would ultimately reject Mick Jagger and James Brown for William Shatner to be the voice of her father. <laughs> and then for the rest of the movie refers to her phone as William Shatner. William Shatner. She's like, William Shatner told me. I have a confession to make. I didn't understand that was what was going on until right now. Oh. (laughs) What did you think? You think William Shatner was calling her? I thought that she had some sort of, like, special program for that or something. I didn't know it was just, like, changing the Siri voice or whatever. Yeah. So funny. (laughs) I love Nadine. Yeah. Um, so Nadine somehow pulls in a favor, very mysteriously, we're not sure how it happens, um, with the army, mm-hmm. so that Zoe's dad can call on Christmas Day, and so he gets her wish. And that moment got me, mm-hmm. because the actor playing the dad 
was amazing. Yeah. He was just so happy to Un- talk to his daughter. Joy. Yes. So, so. Yeah. So joyful. Good. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it was really great. Um, and this is still while Santa's in the in the back in the living room waiting for his five minutes with Sophie. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is when he changes into a suit. Yeah. Comes out, she finds out about the mortgage, and it he's he's like, I thank you for giving me a place that I want to come to every Christmas, and maybe in your off season you can travel the world with me. There's we get this moment of like, I'm going to join you in your small town love, and also let's go somewhere bigger, which is atypical for Hallmark, which is very much. We just love small towns. Yeah. So that was a little cheesy, but overall I like that message. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then what did she say? And then he says, why not? You're going for the trifecta of miracles, aren't you? I, I, why not? And then they kiss for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Try. And he's just like, I'm out of clever things. <laughs> Please just make out with me. Well, he had a big day. I tried so yeah. many times. I tried on the sleigh. I tried during the weird dance. Mm-hmm. Please just make out with me. <laughs> yeah. I tried during the snowball fight when I tackled you in the snow. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love how snowball fights always go. They never stay lighthearted. Snowball fights are always harboring deep-seated something. <laughs> and when she was like, get him! <laughs> to the kids, it's like after she's just found out mm-hmm. that he's trying to take the lodge, and that was fun. Yeah. That she goes real intense. <laughs> zero to 60 real quick. I've never been in a snowball fight that didn't end in somebody being mad. Mm. So, I don't believe in them. Okay. I, I, like, I would love to have a fun snowball fight. It never yeah. happens. I think snowball fights for me always had like a dream of them happening, but it didn't snow a ton where I grew up. Hmm. So and when it did, it just it wasn't the kind of it wasn't snowball snow. Yeah. Snowballs in your snowballs? life. Snowballs. <laughs> Ruby. Uh, Have you ever dated somebody in winter? <laughs> <laughs> this is from off mic. <laughs> But we're gonna keep referencing. Yeah, please. Yeah, uh, I know. I I don't think you can possibly have a good-natured fight ever. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I the only uh, one time in college. I don't know if this is important for this. I need to know. We, we uh, uh, my apartment building and the apartment building across the street all got into a snowball fight, and that was kind of fun. Except for when we. When a car would be coming, we'd all yell car, and then just all of us, instead of throwing snowballs at each other, would throw snowballs at the car. Oh, no. And every car kind of just drove by and, like, honked or laughed or whatever. Then this one guy got out of the car and was like, what is your major malfunction? And then everybody, as soon as he said that, just got pelted with snowballs, like, it was coming out of a machine gun. And then he was like, ah! And then he got no. his car and drove it was, we weren't good What is your major malfunction? Yeah, he was like, I was like, oh my god, we hit Chris Farley's car. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but 
that's the closest I've ever been to a good-natured snowball fight. Yeah. I had a friend lose a tooth in a snowball fight. <laughs> Yikes. Was there a rock in Yeah, the there snow? was a rock in it. And the rock took out the tooth or yeah. it turned into a pole? It hit him in the mouth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I remember in elementary school, like, there was a school-wide announcement that we couldn't throw snowballs. Because somebody had gotten hit at recess with a snowball that had a rock inside. And it was like, the mystery of the year was whether or not it was intentional. Because nobody knew who threw it. It was during a snowball melee. So, like, somebody got hit with a rock, but they don't know who threw it. And so then there was, like, no proof. Oh, it was so dramatic. Were the kids trying to figure it out? Um, The kids and the teachers. Oh, really? Because then I remember after it happened, the teachers, you know, come over and are kind of like, okay, who threw it? And everybody's like, who knows? Right. Like, snowballs were flying. <laughs> and they're like, and so then they, like, targeted a couple kids and were like, did you throw it? Or, like, you know. <laughs> Is it possible that the, it accidentally got yeah, scooped up? That was the, the possible theory. theory. Um, because it was in Indiana, the snow was, like, two feet deep. Yeah. So you never know what's in there. Um, but also, like, it was in an area where there wasn't a ton of rocks. So it's like, it seems like somebody went and got a rock. Like, it was a perfect, it was a perfect crime. It's like the Kennedys. <laughs> but we couldn't throw snowballs for until we graduated from elementary school. And we got to middle school and we're like, yes. Free, free, rain. free from Mr. Sprunger. Um, I'm just gonna go real quick. Although we didn't have snowball fights, I, the thing that it reminded me of when we saw it was sixth grade at a water fight, where like mm-hmm. the boy had a crush on for three years, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. And this moment where he like ran over and grabbed the bucket of water my friend and I were using to like fill up our water guns and stuff, and he was running back across the street, and I picked up a coffee can, dumped out the water, and threw it and pelted him in the back of the shoulder blades, and I watched his whole body, like, drop the water and be like, (laughs) and he, like, in tears, told on me to his mom, and I had this moment of consequences for actions, dude, crush, cured, not attracted to you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't go telling on me to your mom when y- you stole our water bucket. <laughs> so I feel like all these snowball fights in Hallmark movies, there should be one that's like, this is over. It yeah. ends really badly. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's been my experience. Yeah. This one ends with Evan and Sophie tumbling together into the snow. Lips inch apart. Inches apart. Lip inch. Lip inch apart. (laughs) (laughs) And then they reluctantly roll off each other. (laughs) Yeah. And she's already kind of annoyed with him, though. Yeah. she's like, and he's like, why why isn't this working like it was yesterday? She's like, we were clicking, we were clicking, and now she's done. She won't go on ski trips with me. We also have a moment where they're not on the same page on the ski lift. And I I thought this scene was hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> um, so they decide that they're going to uh, Vince is going to stop the ski lift while he's up there so that they have him up there for a couple hours and she can do some more sleuthing right? Yeah, yeah. she's great at it 
Um, but he is like, you should come with me, and ends up, like, pulling your arms so that they're both on the ski lift when it takes off. So when he stops the ski lift, they're stuck in the air, and they have to have this conversation about what's happening. A little annoying because she doesn't actually listen to him and find out that he's on her team, but you kind of need that for the action mm. for later on. Right. Um, but they're having this serious discussion, but they're both wearing helmets, and I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it just seems so <laughs> funny. Because you have these like big goofy things on your head while you're trying to have this serious discussion and being really angry. Yeah. And I could watch people yell at each other in helmets all day. <laughs> Please. I think usually snowboarders wear helmets now, but not skiers. Unless uh, I'm wrong. I have not skied, but I've booked skiing for others. And helmets are always involved. <laughs> Okay. They were not in my wild youth. Mm. Um, Also, at the end of that scene, she jumps off the ski lift, and we realize that they've only been five feet off the ground. (laughs) If even. Like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe three. It's a hop. (laughs) Yeah. And he stays on. (laughs) And then they start at the ski lift, and he's like, oh, I can't jump now. Yeah. Too late. (laughs) Yeah. It did. I, I always like throughout the whole thing of them like knowing each other's business but never revealing it to each other. It always had that this kind of like sleeping with the enemy like bond uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> type of thing. And I felt like her jumping off the ski lift and skiing away kind of just solidified that for me. He was like, she doesn't know how to ski. Yeah. <laughs> She's been taking lessons. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when you break it down, it's maybe not a great relationship. <laughs> I yeah, don't know why I liked it so much. Like, once they find out that he is, yeah, corporate takeover, she does, in fact, go into his room and look through his computer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which, even though he was lying to her, is extremely unethical. And also, yep. like, as the proprietor of the hotel... I don't know. Illegal? It was pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah. It is, but at the same time, running a small business like this where she's involved in everyone's (laughs) life, maybe this is just, this type of behavior got away from her. Yeah. (laughs) She's always looking at people's stuff. No. No, no. no, No. I can't even. You can't. (laughs) That should not have happened. Yeah. No, but still. Take the high road. (laughs) Take the high road, so. But then, of course, he comes back early. Of course. She doesn't have time to get out of his room, so she hides under the bed. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, don't do that. Um, and then he leaves the room to make a phone call. He she gets has a phone call. ample time yes. to leave the room, does not. And then when he comes back in, she goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Instead of going back under the bed, which had worked great, she fully. Climbs out the window. <laughs> it well, was so dumb. Oh, I th- I'm on board with her crawling out the window as opposed to going back under the bed. Because you don't want to just be trapped under the bed. Well, she like might Ross be able Geller. to get more information. Well, or, like, text a friend to come up and get him. That's the thing. We knew that he was supposed to go back downstairs to decorate, yeah, she and didn't. she did not. Uh. But, Yeah. I feel like she could have, yeah, text Callie and be like, I'm under the bed. Please come get him out of this room. Right. But instead she crawls out onto the roof. 
And then everybody finds her on the roof, and it's not funny. That was a bad scene. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. But still, overall, this was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. This was a good one. Here, here. <laughs> great. What else was... There was something else funny that Nadine did. She's saying joy to the world. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I didn't know if we were waiting for that or not. <laughs> yeah. That's like the pinnacle moment. Well, though, no, there's, she has two great lines at the very end. First of all, when they start... Or no, yeah, she starts singing first. So yeah. at, as you said, like, usually she sings, but the, like she hasn't been feeling the spirit of Christmas this time. Mm-hmm. Until... Evan and Sophie kiss for the first time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she starts singing. Like yeah, she Sophie knew the whole time. Sophie probably was doing more snooping than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> or Nadine, yeah. That's Because <laughs> she like just looks at them like she knows. She's like, I got this. Yeah. Yeah, and then breaks out Joy to the World, <laughs> which is a funny choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a first kiss serenade. I just thought it was strange that they, like, kiss her back to life. Like, them them kissing each other gives her her singing voice back, like the end of Little Mermaid. (laughs) There's the culmination of all the moments. Uh, The father from Afghanistan. uh, She gets that picture frame from Zoe. Yeah. She's bedazzled. I'm sure other things were going on. But that was the moment, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then she that starts singing "Joy to the World." But like, if she knew about the the lodge being able, <laughs> the the fate of the lodge and the balance of this, uh, <laughs> yeah, then she would have sung. I mean, she was feeling what we were all feeling. Yeah, she didn't know she what was, it was. The life insurance. She just knew it was there. Yeah. Rap. They say. I think he called it in theater when one line is spoken and it means so much that the next line can only be sung. That's when it becomes musical theater. So that's when this became musical. Do they say that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I made Voltaire that up. says anything <laughs> too silly to be said is sung. Yeah. Well. Silly or stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so they kiss her singing voice back. And then everybody joins in except for like one young boy. And she turns him and she goes, can you not sing or something? She's like, do you not sing? Come on, Kyle. Um, and we so laughed good. really hard at that one. Yeah. <laughs> Always She's calling the out these kids. She's it's just jingle bells. It's jingle sing, bells, right? Kyle. Can you not sing? Yep. Yeah. I feel like that's the story. That's the story of Christmas at Holly Lodge. Yeah. We need some Hall of Fame's Hall of Shames. Hall of Fame and Hall of Shame it. You want to go first? Yeah, I do. Okay. My sh... sh- I start? I'm going to start shame. Okay. My shame, Hallmark Hall of Shame, is that she couldn't get out of that room. When he's making the call and she's paused at the door and she put like starts to walk into the hall but just stands there and watches him. And it's like... Take one step out, and when yeah. he turns around, you pretend like you were walking down that hall. Yeah. She's standing and, in an open door. And I should say, Oof. the real shame is that she did it at all. <laughs> but 
shame on top of shame is that she did it so poorly. Yeah. yeah. Again, there is crime in every Hallmark movie. It's just never <laughs> right. addressed or punished. <laughs> always, always some crime. There's always a crime. And, I, and always a serial killer moment, which was that weird dream dance. <laughs> yeah. Moment. Potentially. Or maybe just Sir Ian. Sir Ian! You missed a spot to the guy washing his car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, is no. just like a Clearly cartoon villain thing to say. How evil he is. <laughs> But you're right, the best showcasing of his evil is that he owns islands and builds rockets. <laughs> freaking brilliant. He's that guy from Virgin Hotel, or Virgin Oh, Airlines. Richard Branson. Yeah, that's who he is. He's Sir Richard. Somebody had a bone to pick with Sir Richard, that's why they made Take this. Take him down. <laughs> All right, Hall of Shame for you two. Um, my Hall of Shame is Callie's hair, because it just, <laughs> I couldn't get past it. And sort of her whole vibe. <laughs> yeah. And Kelly bothered you in the last movie we saw her in. Yeah, she was um, Marry me at Christmas. the co-owner of the bridal shop in Marry Me at Christmas. And our devoted listeners will remember that I didn't like her then either. Better look next time, so, Kelly. Get out of my life. <laughs> but their love story, I thought, was pretty good. Because yeah, it ended with, cute. like, let's go on a date. Which yeah. also was like, great! Not... Not crazy, marry me now. So k- kudos to the writer mm-hmm. for not going too crazy big. Yeah, Vincent Kelly. Mm-hmm. Rudy? Yeah. Hall of Shame? Okay, my Hall of Shame is the, I guess, treatment of the guy from the bank. <laughs> okay. Because. Frank. Yeah. I do not believe that he did not know about that. Uh, Life insurance policy. Ah. <laughs> and then he was allowed right. to get off scot-free for withholding this, like, important document just yeah. so that his bank could make money off of this deal. Very fair. Because it's evil, and that's something that happens every day, I feel like, Yeah, in high five. That's a real crime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is a real crime. And they just would have let that let lady lose her home that's been in her family for generations. Yeah, he was going to sell that. Yeah. He was, even when he's like, uh, I feel like they set it up and then never actually took it down. When she was like, I'll pay you the 26th. And he was like, we're open today. Like, <laughs> Christmas Eve, Eve, he can't it's wait, like, yeah. two days. Yeah. Like, he had plans. And then they just were like, well, we're all fine, so let's let it, let's let it slide. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I feel like there should have been a post credits of him in like an orange jumpsuit, <laughs> <laughs> or just sitting at the top of his ski lift, like stranded. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, oh, Rudy, I'm super on board with that change. That's why we need the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, folks. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Especially in Hallmark films. Especially yeah. in Hallmark films. Oh, or financial crime. Right. <laughs> Rampant. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Big time. Art. I loved art. Oh, art. Oh, I thought you were talking about art. I was talking about art. No, like art, art. (laughs) Yeah, art. No, never mind. Like the arts. (laughs) Yes. I thought you were saying it because this was such a great film. It was on first. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, because he also did something... Oh, he also had that funny line 
They're having a conversation, and all of a sudden he goes, Oh, this conversation just. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's so funny when he's because he says like, "Well, I'm gonna go," <laughs> because this conversation is going. It's like, are we allowed to do that in conversation? Is that fine now? Is, is this the new 2017 world we live in? Can we just tell people? I would love to employ that tactic. Well, <laughs> just start doing it and see what happens. I mean, I don't think uh, I don't think it would be out of character. <laughs> Actually, recently, Rudy and I were at uh, an event, and someone at the event was talking to me, and after a while he goes, well, there are other people I'd like to speak to, so what's the best way I can get out of this conversation? What? Yeah! And I was like, you can tap dance away. (laughs) I was like, if you're going to be that rude... I'm actually going to make you do something. <laughs> did he do it? He did. He shuffled off to Buffalo. I was like, <laughs> conversation over. How did you not tell me about this? We were both at the same place. I think I did. I don't think you did. I would remember that. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. If I forgot, I'm terribly sorry. That's fine. That's fantastic. And kudos to you for coming up with Tap Dance Away. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my Hall of Fame, predictably, mm-hmm. Vince's Vest. Beautiful. It was like a two-tone, it had like, uh, was it puffy? suede, uh, like a suede yoke, mm-hmm. and then like a canvas body, and it was beautiful. Nice. I might like, make one. <laughs> I loved it. Nice. Vince was great. Vince was the unsung hero, I would say. Yeah, I liked Vince a lot. So, yeah. He was also working for free. Because they liked Callie. Uh. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys, they were a family. Yeah. (laughs) This whole crew. Vince was very cool. Because there's... He's talking to Evan at one point. He's like, yeah, I live in, like, Colorado in the uh, winter and Australia in the summer. And then eventually I settled down here because of Callie, essentially. Right. I was like, this guy's cool. Ugh. Yeah. And he's got a date next week with he's Callie. Got a date next week. And we hope she wears her hair in a he way. He was very cute jet. when he asked her out. <laughs> yeah. He was like, after all this, after all the dust settles on this, do you think you and I could maybe go somewhere? And then he's like, a date. A date is what I'm asking you on. <laughs> 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 it was really cute. Yeah. I'm on board. Hall of Fame bits. Rudy Hall of Fame? Um, I, I'm just going to say Believing in Miracles. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Go tap dance. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. So yeah. do you think that this gets the Hall of Fame for its belief in miracles? Yeah. I'll be, uh, I, I should have said this earlier, uh, like... My family owned a small business, mm-hmm. and it closed down recently, mm-hmm. so I uh, put a lot of that into this, maybe, while I was watching it, mm-hmm. and, like, uh, I've sort of, like, it realistically depicted some of the things that you go through, like, when you're, like, the way you are afraid to admit that this is happening, the way you are in denial, and the way you hope that something will happen, and then sometimes it does, and it wasn't totally ham-fisted mm-hmm. or unbelievable, like, I enjoyed that. Mm. You make me cry again. Sorry. <laughs> that was so beautiful. <laughs> oh no. 
I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. No, that was so beautiful. Thank you for being so real. <laughs> I'm sorry I made fun of you for believing in miracles a second ago. Well, that I, didn't happen for me, so. I'm the worst. That's, you know, I couldn't even give you the belief. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Um, well, this has been a special journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've laughed and we've cried. We had a whole bottle of white wine. So. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, Lena, joy to the world. <laughs> Where are my backup singers? Why the singer? Kyle! Joy to the world. Oh my gosh. Um, Rudy, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for, for coming me. to the Hallmark Hall of Shame. Yes, thank you. You um, brought some lovely insights. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this was a ball. I had a blast. Well, what's your favorite part of the movie? <laughs> of my apartment. Of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just what's love your... the strong connection that you have, you and Janet. <laughs> That's really good. I don't know. He wants me to cry again. Yeah, that's what I was just. I was going for some tears. Son of a gun. Tap dance. Tap dance away. Should we throw in Louise and Louise out of here? Yeah. (laughs) Start the engine. What if that's how the movie had ended? Was they go to their special spot and then just go over the edge and a one horse opens? Hands up. They're like, we lost Ooh. the lodge. Woo! <laughs> Guys, I still would have loved this movie. And then movie. somebody's like, oh, I saw I found the Marco. Oh, shoot. Goodbye. <laughs> <Man. laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Happy holidays. Merry Christmas.